Hello everyone and welcome down to episode number 19 of the Down South Photo Show with me, Brendan Waits, coming to you from Ocean Grove, uh, where we are currently experiencing uh, a few lines of thunderstorms rolling on through. So with any luck, you'll see this me light up like a Christmas tree and hear a big bang in a minute because it's full on and hopefully we get through this podcast unscathed. As I say, good evening down in Hobart Town to my good friend Cameron Blake. Good evening, Cameron. G'day, Brendan. How are you going? You're rocking and rolling up there by the look of it or sound of it. It's Yeah, it's amazing. We've had um, pretty well this morning when I woke up, there was a big thunderstorm and then we had a pretty yeah. decent day. And then, as I'm talking, I can hear the rain starting to hammer down. Uh, you yeah, might be beautiful. picking it up on the mic, I'm not sure. And uh, then there, this afternoon, man, they came back again with a bucket load of rain. Lots of bangs, yeah. lots of flashes. Yeah. I thought it was all good. All oh, right, well, we'll schedule this podcast, we'll make this happen, and then on <laughs> cue. Last time we had a thunderstorm, we had to stop recording and you had to get out of the house or something then you have to run for your life or something and then oh uh, yeah it was uh well everything just shut down the whole yeah. the interweb the just went no not playing so the whole, produ- the whole, the whole production team left <laughs> um we'll, we'll see that might might happen again tonight mm. but if it uh, if it does and this is half a podcast stay tuned for part two coming up next week next week um, when the uh, tornado hits ocean yeah, that's right um, and to that end, we would like to thank our well in excess of 200 subscribers here on YouTube. Well done. Thank you. Well done, um, people. We are, we, we are, we've smashed through the 200 barrier. There is no ceiling, yeah. Cam. There is no, no ceiling. No. We just are on a, the way up. It is, it's like one are. of those uh, Elon Musk rockets that look like look like a penis. They go up. You know, the ones that, it's going to keep going up and up and up. Right. And at some stage, it's going to probably fall back to the earth. Have you seen <laughs> those rockets? They look ridiculous. Um, they are rather phallic. They are absolutely yeah, so, yeah. but our subscribers are better than that. We're going to go bigger, higher, <laughs> longer. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. May, you I keep, may, you keep may, digging that I hole, may. buddy. You just keep I on may, going. I'll, I'll just I sit may, here quietly. I may or may not be into a couple of drinks. You're a good so, boy. Nice. Yes. No, I like it. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, uh, but thank I, you to all the subscribers. Okay. That's awesome. And one more little bit of homework. Um, one of us morons, me, has worked mm. out what went wrong with our Apple subscribers. So apologies. I, it looks like all the, I, they're all starting to float. Is it because you uploaded them on an iPhone 13? No. no. Nice try, but no. Yeah. It okay. was uh, there was a pesky little checkbox that uh, hidden way down in the fine print that wasn't ticked, and now I've ticked it, and apparently now it should be okay. So with any luck, that, you'll get episode it? 19 when everyone else does. Is that the checkbox that says check this to upload to iTunes? Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, okay. if you're reading this, you haven't done this, basically. Yes. So that's that's what that was oh. all about. Um, we got it fixed. We did. We did. Hopefully, well, I think I think everything's back to normal. As yep. seriously, the rain properly buckets down there. Cam, you might well, not be able to hear it through my pathetic little these speakers, but I know my mic is picking it up. So well, I'm just I'm just watching the radar on my other little screen here, and Geelong and you are getting it's. It's like a different color of purple on the radar. I haven't seen that color before, and it's yeah. heading your yeah. way. So I reckon I reckon you get another 10, 15 minutes of this. Yeah, I, I put a I put a post up on Facebook um, about an hour ago, just saying, hey, you know, and put the photo of the radar up and uh, tagged all my my favorite local landscape photographers and said, looking forward to seeing all these photos. But by goodness, stay careful out there because she's yeah. uh, she's, she's, she's pretty pretty full on. It's awesome. We love it. Um, I don't know if we've ever ever talked about lightning photography. Oh, we have talked about lightning photography way back in an earlier one of the 
earlier we 18 did. episodes, but um, a lot of fun could, if you ever get a chance. We could easily do um, a bit of a storm chasing slash how to shoot lightning episode, and it'll tie in nicely to some of the things we'll talk about tonight in regards to some of those names on the list that we've got there. Um, yes. So we might pencil it in. That'd be a good topic, I reckon. Well, just to whet your appetite for what we're talking about tonight, we're going to talk about um, a few uh, female landscape photographers um, who, let's face it, are in the, for some reason, in the minority. Um, there seems yeah. to be not as many female landscape photographers. Uh, on the flip side of that, though, there seems to be a lot more female portrait photographers um, yeah. than landscape photographers. So it's just interesting how that's sort of come to be. But um, mm. Cam's done a bit of homework and dug around and found some awesome landscape photographers, which is great, so we'll, uh, female landscape photographers, which we'll talk about as we go through. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit of gear tonight. We're going to talk about what Sony have just dropped, as they say, Ooh, and another, also... Another, 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 ca- another camera to add to the other line of cameras that, that are part of another line of cameras that still function as the other line of cameras. Hmm, yeah. There's a, uh, lot of uh, Sony, there's a lot of Sonys out there. Yeah, unlike that brand of yours that doesn't exist anymore. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll get there. We'll get there. Them's a fighting words. We'll get there. Now, how's the new printer going, Cameron? Cool. Very good. Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, I bought a, a new printer. I think I was talking about it last episode. I yes, we did. We, we, we yeah. dropped the news last week that you're now we a printer. Did. That's right. Yeah, I'm a printer now, so I'm taking over Brendan's job. Um, Absolutely. One step at a time. Uh, it's really good. Uh, it rocked up uh, yesterday. So I rocked. I actually, it literally rocked up on my front doorstep. No sign. No sign. No, had to, no nothing. I just came home from going it's out. N- doing a, it's not a small box. It's not a small box. And on top of that was another box that I had something else delivered. So the postman here knows me so well. He knows I'm not out much every day. So, um, so I rocked up, unpacked it. Um, I was expecting it to be a little bit of fluffing around to set up and make sure the printer spoke to the computer and color profiles and things like that it literally took me 10 minutes to set up uh i put an 8 by 12 piece of paper through as a test it came out looking perfect yep in my eyes um and away i went so i've been printing 16 by 20 big prints and a hollywood 8 by 12 little prints that'll go into the gallery and uh the other exhibition area where i'm doing that uh, next month but uh, so far, so good. Uh, and it, you're right. Like I know you're right because I told you you're right all along. But <laughs> it's not a photo. It's not a photograph until you until it's printed. Yeah. And there is nothing more exciting. I don't think. And probably. And I kid you not. In the last five years of my photography career, I reckon there's been nothing more exciting than actually watching my printer spit out prints the last two days. It's right. very cool. Uh, the, the whole process from um, knowing that you've done the hard yards to get the shot. Um, you know everything that you have to do to get that photo has got its own story and then it's almost like when you see it printing and you see it printed it brings it all back it's great yeah. it's, so, it's, it's awesome and, and it's, so it also, ta- it's tactile and yeah it's good it, it also to me and I, I guess we all have a little bit of self doubt about what we do and it doesn't matter what if you're a sportsman or a photographer or a musician or whatever it might be but I, I sometimes look at my photos now when, I, when I'm printing them out I'm like hey you know what my focus was spot on my exposure was good. There's detail on the shadow. You can, you know, it actually really just drives it home that hey, I I, I did a good shot. Yeah. When I yeah, got for it, sure. and, and I've edited it nicely, and you know, it turns out as a nice photo. So yeah, that's right. I mean, if you if you look at the monitor that you've been editing on, it's probably roughly about a twelve by eighteen inch print size. 
So yeah. anything that you print bigger than that, it's like, wow, you know. And as it absolutely buckets down here, it's just amazing how loud it is outside. <laughs> yeah, you probably can't hear it through here, but I, I reckon the road mic will be picking this up loud and clear. Yeah, so, yeah, so. I, like, I can barely there. hear you. It's fantastic. Right. <laughs> well, I'm just looking at the radar now, the purple. It looks like a purple grimace is uh, literally over you now. Dude, this is, this is biblical rain. It's really chucking it down. It's proper. It's, I love it. I love rain. It's great. Awesome. And it's raining. It's raining here too, by the way. Right. Just yeah. cats and dogs. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. But yeah, sorry, just getting back to back to your printer. It's so cool to see the printed image really big, because you're yeah. you're exactly right. Um, it's quite an immersive process, so it's great to see them when you can print them up nice and big like that. And uh, and you've been doing a bit of framing as well. Uh, yeah, so I, I picked up some frames from the the same mod that you buy frames from actually. Yeah, uh, we can give them a plug. It's profile frames. Profile uh, frames. Yep. Spoke to the lovely man Vince. His name was. He's. A, I think he's a rep or a sales rep for them in, in your region or Victoria. Yes. Uh, yes. Vin, Vince is my man. Vince. Did you Vince drop my name, Cam? No, I, I, I do that reluctantly these days because yeah, you know, you're, you're yeah. an iPhone shooter. So. Yeah, he would have. He would have. He would have started crying if you dropped my name. I give, I give poor old Vince a hard time. <laughs> oh dear. There you go. Um, so yeah, I've got some frames, and uh, my mate Luke O'Brien. I was at his house today, and picked up a few that he'd done for me and yeah tonight I've just been you know putting them all together putting the mat board in uh, sort of sealing them all up getting them all ready so they look great um, I'm really excited about it and uh, yeah that, that's good to sort of blow a bit of the cobwebs out and, and start actually doing some stuff on my own without too much assistance from either yourself or Luke or whatever uh, yeah so no, it, it'll it'll certainly help you with the entire finishing process being able to yeah. do it all yourself and knowing that you know, if someone orders a print, well, you yeah. could literally print it in an hour. Yes, yeah. And it's done. Yeah, well, I did the same. I went for a bit of a day, quick day trip up to Mount Wellington two days ago. Uh, I went to go, oh, I sent you photos where I was. I was like, literally on the edge of Mount Wellington. And yeah. I went home and I'm like, okay, I can literally print this now. If I want, if there's something good, I can print it and have it out and be ready. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's like a quick turnaround. So, have you seen Have you seen Noah's Ark yet? Is it coming? Um, I, I'm thinking of actually going outside to build one because it's uh, it's really I'm, I'm waiting for it to. There's all these animals have turned up in twos. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> it's not the spirit. It's not the spirit. It's as you coming through there. It's Noah's Ark. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Oh, that's cool, mate. I'm glad that the, the printer's mm. going well. Um, this week great. for me was um, a big week at Cameroon Photo. It's been great. Um, business is excellent. We're I'm very grateful to everyone who's. Uh, getting so many canvas prints it's crazy we're just doing yeah. canvas like there's no tomorrow which is awesome and i think it's got a little bit to do with all the restrictions that are starting to lift speaking of lifting the rain has just started to i can hear myself thinking here now yeah, um, <laughs> yeah uh, and uh yeah with, with all the restrictions starting to ease around victoria thank goodness yeah. it's great it's, it's so good for business people are starting to come out of hibernation rub their eyes a bit and sort of work out what's what they used to do so yeah. Um, yeah. So we're very, very grateful. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, that's all, and, and you did. You mentioned also that supplies and stuff might have been a bit iffy leading up to Christmas with wood and stuff for canvases. So. Oh yeah, yeah, and no, it's still it's still going to be a big issue. There's no yeah. there's no question about that. So we are encouraging people to get stuff done now for Christmas, which has probably caused a little bit of a spike now as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, no, the fact, all, and the fact that we're, we're famous on this podcast, people probably just want to get to meet you in person. And, oh. 
rub shoulders with celebrities of Ocean Grove. Oh, mate, exactly. I mean, you know, the, the, the mayor of Ocean Grove tag's been thrown around a bit. I'm sort of... Doesn't sit comfortably with me. I'm not saying it. It's other... Can you, so, can you, yeah. ima- can you imagine? <laughs> big, big golf every day of the week for everyone. And, yes. Yeah, yeah that'd Terrible. be great. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd love it. But um, had a couple of days off as well with the lovely mm. wife as we celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary yes, yesterday. Congratulations. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. It was uh, We had a great time. We, we, we went all the way to Torquay. Ooh, um, I know, I know. It uh, it was horseback or well, we could have walked. I mean, it's yeah. literally just there. So um, <laughs> it yeah, uh, yeah. It was funny because we, we we went over to Torquay and oh, do you mind if I drop this print off to Ash Hughes? Oh, sorry, can I just pop down to the shop for on the anniversary? Whoopsie Daisy. Uh, no, nah, it was fine. She didn't mind. Twenty twenty years of putting up with you though. I'm pretty sure she'd be used to it by now. Oh, absolutely, and and she knows it's our bread and butter, so that's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Uh, so yeah, it was good, and managed to whip the camera out this morning, and uh, the camera managed to whip the phone out this morning and do a few photos uh, down at Talk. You like them? Don't shake your head. I showed you, and you said that looks really nice. Then I said it's an iPhone shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I hate it. <laughs> now I can't like it. It's against my religion. I cannot like mm. it. Yeah, uh, um, but we will yeah. talk about my future SLR purchase uh, after. You know what is you know you know what is funny. I've had a few comments around the traps on social media the last couple of weeks. With you know, we like you know, so I'm sure you're saying. We, well, so I get emails and messages and you know private messages from people online asking me camera questions, photography questions, whatever it be. Yep. Yep. In the last two weeks, I've had about four different questions, leg- legitimate questions, but every single one of them has had a little ref- reference or a tagline back to an iPhone 13. Yep. Hey Cam, I'm thinking of selling all this stuff and moving to a smaller system. Should I get the, the Canon R system or Nikon's, you know, whatever, or should I get an iPhone 13? It, it is catching on. <laughs> I'm getting, and I don't know if, and I think one of them, I actually think one of the inquiries was legit. I don't think they actually watched the show or a fan of the show. Oh, I, I, I think, I think at the moment you can take half of them with a grain of salt because they've, yeah. they've, they've heard the podcast or, well, maybe yeah. heard the podcast, but, uh, yeah. There is a certain level of leg- legitimacy that's starting to come about. Um, anyway, we're going to talk about that a little bit later yeah. as we as, as we go through. You're, you're, you're not helping that, of course. <laughs> oh, I think I'm helping big time. You'd think I had shares in Apple. <laughs> you got to start stocking Apple soon. Who can afford shares in Apple? <laughs> yes, it's a, big, um, it's, a big, it's a big cost. So I, I thought we'd, we'd we'd launch into our one of our main topics tonight, and that is female landscape photographers. We mm. want to represent. We want to. Um, put a few names out there uh, for Australian landscape photographers in, in particular, of course, Australian female landscape photographers. Um, mm. And when, it's not because we don't think they don't get a, don't deserve it or don't get a good enough run. It just seems to be that they are in the minority when it comes to landscape photography. And, of course, Cameron and I, you may have noticed, are both blokes. Um, After think, all these years, you're telling me this now? I think. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and maybe there's a natural bias. I'm not sure. But it just seems to be that a lot of the f- uh, landscape photographers that I um, admire the most happen to be male. And yeah. that's, not, that's not on purpose. That's just oh, I see photos and I like them regardless of, of gender. Um, yeah. But as I say, we, I, th- I, think, I think female landscape photographers, particularly in Australia, are undersold. So we're going we're gonna to talk yeah. about you. Well, they um they certainly are on the sold, and 
um, I guess the good thing about photography is that it is genderless, really. You, I, you know, you can't look at you can't look at a photo and straight away go, oh, "That's a that's a lady." That's a female <laughs> of course photo, not. Or it's a man, man's taking that photo. You can't do it. But so th- this came about. We did a, an episode a few weeks ago on our favorite YouTube photographers, and it was rightly pointed out by one of our listeners that we only mentioned male ones. And you know, both Brendan and I are uh, we, we're supportive of all everyone, anyone, and everyone taking photos and. I don't think we both realised that we'd done all just male YouTubers. Um, so we thought, well, you know, fair's fair. Let's go have a look and see uh, what we can find online and, you know, people we already know that we, we admire. And I must be honest, I, I originally thought of this topic as having a look at female YouTubers to sort of coincide. bucketing down rain here now. You can't there you go, it. there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I originally thought I'll go out and see um, what... Um, female landscape or female YouTube photographers I could find. And to be totally honest, I didn't find, and this this is not to sound terrible, but I didn't find any female landscape photography channels that actually sparked my interest. There was a couple on there that I, I actually did send you links to and names of. And I, I, looked, I watched them and I, I, I legitimately tried to watch about four or five episodes of them. And they just weren't as entertaining, I guess, as YouTube channels as I, as I maybe didn't strike my humour or or whatever it was, but I know for a fact that there's some incredible Australian landscape female photographers, So, um, which I don't need to go searching for because I, I regularly see them on Instagram. I regularly um, you know, s- support and comment on their, their photos and things like that. So, um, But yeah, it is there is a shortage, um, and why that is, I don't know. Um, you mentioned before that there's a, a lot of portrait female photographers, which are, and there's a lot of wedding female photographers, lots of uh, baby photographers, uh, quite a few wildlife photographers and pet photography. There's a lot of female pet photographers, but landscape photographers don't seem to um, mention or don't seem to rate as high or as many um, as for blokes, which I don't understand why. There, there, there might be a reason behind that, but um, yeah. So we had. I'm a sure. I'm sure we'll we'll spark a few comments, which is great. Which is what we, mm. you know, um, you know, and. And we could be com- become be coming off as rather ignorant right now, but you know, I, I I'm with you. I don't un- I don't understand why um, the, it is a male dominated industry. Uh, land Australian, well, in particular, probably global landscape photography as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you if you've got an idea as to why that might be, we'd like to hear your thoughts on that. And it'd be uh, and, yes. And also, I'd um also if people want to put in the comments. I'd love to if we if we don't mention someone that you follow. That you really admire, um, chuck chuck their handle or chuck their name or website in the comments below, yep. and we'll go check it out because you can Absolutely. never see enough beautiful photos. And if someone's got some good work, as we said, it doesn't matter if they're male or female. You know, landscape photography is landscape photography. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, which, which also says pretty. to me there could be a little gap in the market for um, some talented yeah. female photographers to. Um, yeah. either start putting their stuff a bit more forward on YouTube. We'll certainly pump your tires and, and mention you yeah. on the channel. So well, I'm going to add another little, little mention into my list as you keep talking there because no, I'm no. just um, this, 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 this photographer is also great and uh, ha- actually done really, really well um, in a lot of awards. So yeah, um, so do you want me to start off or how do you want to do this? Yeah, no, no. Well, well, you, you've gone ahead and made the list. So I'm, what oh, I'm right. going to do is while you're talking about them, I'm going to, I'm going to be checking out their, their, their page while you're talking. Away. All right. So, okay. Um, right. Okay. So you're well, starting look, with go. Well, I'm starting with go. Yeah. Um, so go is an amazing, no. um, <laughs> so I came across this lady quite a few years ago, actually. She's, she's been around for a little while. Uh, and that's Julie Fletcher. Um, who's from, South Australia, and 
I came across her work, yeah, like I said, a few years ago, and mainly just around that she just does stunning outback, uh, outback South Australia, and I'm pretty sure she also goes a bit further than um, around the South Australia region. But I came across her work a few years ago, mainly because I was just researching. I think I might have even been doing my Cape York trip up the middle, and I was just doing some research, and her work came up. And uh, but she she does. The, the classic outback Australian shots. She yeah. She takes yeah. she takes beautiful compositions and really really nails the the, the color of the outback. Um, yeah. You can sometimes see some photographers who overdo the color and overdo the saturation of outback Australia, but I think Julie just nails it every time. So sunset, sunrise, really beautiful yep. light. So what um, what I'll do is I'll put a link in the description to all of these photographers yeah. and flash their name up on the screen while we're talking about them. We will yep. hold back from actually putting their images on here. Um, copyright and all that sort of stuff but by all means um, jump over to their websites and have a look because I'm looking at uh, Julie's website right now and yeah you're right color absolutely Um, some really gorgeous stuff a little bit of astro work in there as well which is yeah awesome I mean it it always comes back to the fact that we live in a brilliant country for photography I mean we're we're very very lucky here in this country uh, yep, South absolutely. Australia in particular, um, we, I know we've talked about your trip to the Flinders Ranges not that long ago. Mm. Yep. Um, South Australia is underrated, man. I mean, it's mm. when you when you talk to um, international travellers, South Australia would not be on the agenda. Um, it doesn't, no, no. No, mainly because your time poor in Australia is so big. But to me, the, in South Australia, there's some proper outback. There's some proper yep. desert. There's some stunning yeah. beaches. Um, there's a place there called Kangaroo Island, which is just yeah. out of this world for photography. So, yeah, yeah. Julie, uh, hopefully you're listening. And hi, well, yes. surely she's a subscriber. <laughs> no doubt. Your your website your website's really good. Uh, I'm looking forward to delving a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, um, and it's juliefletcherphotography.com.au. We'll put it in the links anyway. But um, but yeah, and, and I must admit, I did a fair bit of. Uh, snooping on on julie and the flinders ranges before i went there because I, I knew from past history that she was she she was the bee's knees on outback south australia so if you want to you know find places to go and get an idea of what's out there then why not look at the best that are, that are doing it so she's got beautiful work uh she runs workshops as well um so i also just noticed she's been to tassie it's got some tassie images so next time Did you're down here julie give all, us a best, yell. all the best photographers run, run workshops cameron they do absolutely. So, so Julia was my first, um, and like I said, I didn't even have to think about that. That wasn't a research one. That was just straight off the top of the head. So, um, right. Well, I've um, I've gone ahead and jumped ahead here, and I am looking at louisedenton.com. now. Louise Denton yes. Photography, and where is Louise based out of? She is in Darwin, I believe, Northern Territory. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, oh, how how, pro- how do you cope with that? Louise. I know, I know. <laughs> how, how terrible is it? Yeah. Um, so I came across her work, uh, a good friend of mine, Cam Hadlow, and I, uh, we did a storm chasing trip to Darwin a few years ago. And uh, again, we did a bit of research, you know, as you do before you go places, and Louise's work popped up. Um, she's got some incredible, not only just storm photography, but again, just that top end Darwin, Kakadu sort of region. Oh. I'm um, having a look through the storm page now. We've got a bit of a, a, a trend tonight. Storms. There is storms. There is storms. Storm photography everywhere. And um, some of the lightning stuff she's got here is mental. Like it is. Whoa. It is mental. Um, <laughs> and and again, this is again. It was just um, like as soon as you see. And I don't know. I think I think I'm attracted to 
you can see a lot of these type of images where people, again, they just over the saturation slider sometimes just goes way too far to the right. The same with Julian, same with with um, Louise here as well, is that their color palette is just spot on. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's it's natural, and I like that kind of color. Yeah. So uh, we yeah, Cam and I we we drooled over her images in the lead up to getting up to Darwin, and we can say we we came away with a sh- few shots, you know, almost as good as Louise's from different locations. But yeah, again, just 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 phenomenal photography, um, really well captured, uh, great compositions, and again, it's just that color for me. The outback color seems to be drawing me into these. These female photographers, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe, and, and, I'm, and I'm not sort of um, make taking a Mickey here at all, but I have noticed across the board with female photographers that their color palettes seem to be more natural. There's, you, you don't see many female photographers going overboard with color, um, where there's a lot of male landscape photographers who will push the colors to the max, you know. So maybe that's something the female brain works differently. Maybe they see colors more natural than I was actually thinking. Or... I was thinking about that today um, when I was editing a few photos. And I, if you think back, and you'll be able to remember this, I, I remember the first time someone showed me Photoshop. Now yeah. I was shown Photoshop in like 1998. Now it, I think it was like Photoshop version one, maybe two. Yeah, Photoshop right? elements. It was back when you had to scan negatives. There was no digital cameras. Yeah. You you were yeah. actually scanning your negatives and or scanning your slides or whatever. Yeah. And I rem- I still remember the first time I saw the saturation slider. Yeah. And I just went, crazy. what? what? <laughs> I can I can make my photo look like that, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and it and it's 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 really cool, like to be able to, and then oh okay, contrast and yeah. brightness and all this sort of stuff. And which pales yeah. into insignificance to what you can do now, but I think yeah. you're right. I think a lot of people, and I don't know whether it's a bloke thing or or a female thing, to do get a little bit hung up on the processing um, yeah. of the image. So, and it all harkens back to what we've talked about a lot on this podcast, and that is trying to get it as accurate as possible straight out of camera, so that. Yeah you're not sort of tempted to manipulate an image too much. You, you, you yep. always, for me, the use of, of any editing software is A, to enhance, but B, to bring the, how do I put this, to bring the spectacularness or the color back to how it was when I witnessed it. Because it's like, yeah. it looked better than that. Like when you look at the raw yeah. file, it's like, no, 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 that's as flat as. It, it was, it, yeah. it, you know, so. And, it, and, it, and it's meant to be as well, I think. I think some people get caught up in the whole idea that, gee, what, why is this file so flat and lacking? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't, maybe that's a misunderstanding of people when they start out in regards to what a raw file is. But yeah, I, I'm the same. Like, I, I and, and I'll, I'll just scroll straight past it. Instagram's great for it. You, know, I, you can see the greatest shot of Ayers Rock or the greatest shot of Cradle Mountain. If their color saturation is, I, I say it's out of whack. That's how yeah. I refer to it. If they've gone, and that's their prerogative, they can they can do how, edit however they like. But for me, it's not appealing if the saturation. If you're pushing your saturation past ten or twenty on the slider, yeah, you're going too far for me. When, yeah. and so far with with um, with Julie and Louise's stuff, it doesn't look like that. It just look they're the they're the tr- traditional and classic rich colours of outback Australia, which I love. So, um, so yeah, that's just great to see and. Like just looking at Louise's storm page again, there's some cracking storms in there. It's good, isn't it? Cracking. Uh, uh, cracking. <laughs> Pun intended. Nice. Um, so the next one I was looking at, this is the, about the only female 
YouTuber I actually watch uh, on a regular basis. And like I said, I, I really don't have um, much in my subscriber list of female landscape photographers. And, and we got tagged a few uh, along the way, and I've gone and checked them out. And like I said, I, I guess every, everyone's got their own sort of cup of tea about what they like. Um, some of the ones I've seen, I just don't have the interest or it just doesn't grab me. You know, like I'm 30 seconds in, I'm like, well, are you, what are you doing? Are we talking? Are we taking photos or whatever, you know? Um, but the one one lady I do watch a bit on YouTube is uh, the Snapchick, or I think her name's Lee. Um, Lee the Snapchick on one of her pages. Lee right the Snapchick, that's her, yeah. So she does a lot of camera reviews um, and she's got lots of, um, lots of videos. She also does a lot of tutorials. So if anyone's wanting to learn photography, she's got a heap of online tutorials you can do. But um, I've always found her episodes, they're not generally that big or long. They don't go for 20 or 30 minutes. They're only like 10, 15 minutes max. Yep. She'll review some really cool gear. She has a lot of contacts in the industry where she gets lots of gear. Um, and, you know, she goes out to the Grand Canyon and goes out to Arizona and places like that for field shooting. But I, I find her flow and the interest in that is really good and, and the information she gets across is spot on. And the photos she puts up, you know, again, they just look natural and they look good. So, um, but she she's only, and she's got a lot, she's got a, a lot more subscribers than us. She's got 198,000 subscribers. Okay. Um, so, it's only <laughs> so, 197,800 more than us. I know, you know, Cameron, really. please. We'll, ca know. we'll catch up. It's fine. We'll catch it. So, uh, yeah, so Lee the Snap, snap Chick, um, if you want to get really good uh, reviews on gear, and she reviews lots of things Fuji, Sony's, Leicas. I think she's done Olympus in the past, some Canon. She gets her hand on pretty much every brand and goes through it. And it's a really basic review. It's not. You know this. You know it's not pixel densities, and it's not this, and it's not that. It's it's practical information, which I find easy to listen to and easy to watch. Um, so she's another good one to watch. I'm I'm curious now, and again, I'm pretty observant. Cameron and I are both men, right? No. I'm I'm curious to know from our female subscribers, and I know you're out there. You, you we get comments from you. It's great. Um, would you rather learn from another female? Does that bother you do you would you know does, do, you, do you find a female's perspective on teaching easier easy to understand easy to listen to um that would be interesting i'd be i'd be interested to interested well, to know. leave think, us a comment i think also what, what we what we suffer from as males is and i don't think we intentionally do it but there's a lot of mansplaining that happens a lot mm -hmm. with uh not just men but in women but with workshops and things like that i i know i'm super conscious not and again, whether or not it's a male or female, I'm teaching. But I try, I try to be super conscious of not mansplaining things and um, and let the let the person who's learning sort of drive the speed and the depth of what we sort of learn at. But yeah, it's a good question whether or not um, you know whether or not women tune out of men. And I guess a lot of a lot of our subscribers are probably married with husbands who probably give them the shits about photography every time they want to pick the camera up. So maybe with <laughs> us talking about photography to them might be just as bad as the husband saying, come on, we've got to get to the next spot. Or yeah. So, yeah, interesting question. So yep. And I cool. notice you've got a couple of special mentions there as well. I do have a couple of special mentions. Uh, first one is Tracy Ryan uh, Photography. And Tracy is another uh, photographer from the north of the country. She's up in uh, up in Darwin. And I just wanted to give a bit of a shout out for Tracy because when Cam and I, Cam Hadlow and I went up to, to Darwin to stay, um, she had an Airbnb a, a apartment right in the heart of Darwin, which she uh, let us rent off her at really good mates photography rates. Um, mm -hmm. And it set us up for the whole trip. We had a great time. And, and 
in in her in her little Airbnb, she had some of her photos on the wall, and again, that just sparked up the interest. It's like, okay, this, this lady knows how to take photos. Again, just had really good color palettes. So it goes to some amazing locations. Um, she was super super helpful for us as well before we went up there. Um, and I think if anyone's ever, if you're ever going up to Northern Territory, if you drop uh, Tracy a line, I'm sure she'd be more than happy to help uh, point you in the right direction of where to visit and when. Uh, but again, her, her work is just very natural, uh, really beautiful. Uh, she gets to some amazing spots around the Territory. Uh, well, and I think and she does it. I'm on her and, website now, and she's been to Iceland. So she's been to Iceland, out, um, yeah. Oh, man, I, I th- there's some I good think shots she's there. Now, I think she's now actually based in Canberra as well, I think. So I think she moved there. A little while ago but um, yeah really lovely lady um, very very helpful takes a beautiful photo um, and like I said she was very open uh, to helping us find locations and again she put helped put us up in a little Airbnb which is great and speaking of thunderstorms <clears throat> Cam and I chased a storm back from Kakadu literally 300 kilometer chase from Kakadu all the way back to Darwin and we got back to Darwin and I was absolutely knackered because I was doing all the driving and Cam goes, I'm going to start editing my photos. So he stayed up and I went into bed, into the bedroom. And I, I reckon my head hit the pillow. Like one of those days where you're just going to fall asleep straight away. My head hits the pillow and then the biggest crack of thunder. I, I didn't even see the lightning. <laughs> the biggest crack of thunder. I literally, like the, the saying where people say they jumped out of bed, I literally launched out of bed. <laughs> I come running into the lounge room and Cam and I just looking at each other going, holy shit. <laughs> like, like, I think, I don't know how tall this building was, but we were probably about five or six, maybe more stories high. And it was huge. And I, yeah. like, we, and we literally just, I got up, got the camera set on the balcony, and we shot the storm coming yeah. through Darwin. So yeah. it was incredible, awesome. but awesome. good fun. And yeah. um, the other mention I wanted to was uh, Mika Boyton. Uh, Mika's located in Bright, Victoria. Again, can't ask for much better locations for your um, landscape photography but uh, Mika's been around for a little while as well she's actually very very well known amongst a lot of people around Australia and uh, becoming more around the world as well Mika's um, won countless awards and pretty much everything she enters Um, she's also just opening up a new gallery in Bright as well uh, which is pretty cool yeah so uh, that's really cool but she um, again she's really big into the teaching and workshops Uh, she does some amazing landscape photography Again, it comes back to that, you know, that natural feel. Like her colors aren't all crazy. The compositions are spot on. Uh, she was based in the Kimberleys for a while. She used to work up there. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mika, but I think you're the tour guiding or something like that. She was working up there for a long time. Um, but just again, just has a, a wonderful eye and really great palette of color that she works with. Yeah, uh, she's scrolling been scrolling through her gallery now, and yeah, you're right. Yeah, There's some yeah. Um, beautiful soft colors. Yeah, so, absolutely, yeah, really and uh, and recently, um, she's she does a lot more aerial stuff now. I, I'm not I'm not sure if that's all she does, but um, she seems to put up a lot of aerial shots as well, which she's done extremely well with in competitions all around the world. Aerials aren't my forte. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of aerials. I, I think they're they're amazing photos, but I just don't have the the money or means to get up in a plane as much as some people do. But uh, but I find her her landscape stuff, especially around the Alpine region of Australia and she comes to Tassie a fair bit as well. Um, just love it. So yeah, she's another one to definitely look out for. Um, yeah. And very well traveled as well. I'm just scrolling through and we're, we're all over the planet here. I'm yeah, she it, uh, exactly does. And yeah. one of the, one of the better examples I've seen of, uh, the Wanaka tree as well. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, she's opening up and she goes to the Bright festival of photography. She's another presenter there. 
Um, and she's currently dating, whether or not the current or last current Australian photographer of the year as well, Matt Palmer. So if uh, they put their heads together, they'll be they'll be taking over this landscape Australia gig. Absolutely, no, that that's great. Um, so a very very good list for you to check out. As I say, I'll put a link in the comments below. Um, I'd like to give a special shout out to Sandy Goddard, who is a local photographer here in Ocean Grove. Now Sandy is very very modest, and um, I don't even think she has a website. I know she has a um, she definitely has an Instagram page, and. Um, Fantastic photographer, very very talented. I do a fair bit of printing for Sandy, and um, in yeah. fact, a, a couple of years ago, uh, I was up at uh, our old friend Hopeton Falls and uh, made my way all the way down. And who should be there but Sandy standing there? And it was only the <laughs> two of us there taking photos of Hopeton Falls. It was awesome. So, um, did you kick, kick her tripod over? No, no, I'm not no. like that. I'm not like you. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is, this is my shot. Get out. Yeah, no, no, um, nothing like that. She does some spectacular animal birds and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah, very handy really with it with the camera. So uh, special well, shout she, out to Sandy. And, and as I say, she'll be she'll be embarrassed that we're we're saying because I know no. she's, as I say, she's quite modest when it comes to her photography. But she's uh, she's very, very talented, and, and and I believe also has won a few awards along the way too. So yeah, um, well, I'll, so I'll, I'll, I know I'll, I know if she wasn't already, she is now a subscriber. I'll apologise to Sandy because I've just followed you back, Sandy, on Instagram because you were following me. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, really beautiful stuff. And yeah. again, really good colour palette. Um, yeah. What what does she shoot with? It doesn't look like it's an iPhone. Is she Olympus user? Would you fall out of your chair if I told her told you it was? And that's why I've no. mentioned her. It's not all iPhone. <laughs> shots like that on iPhones. Oh, but Cam, how can you tell? <laughs> I can I can tell with the birds and stuff. You can't get telephoto lenses on that. I'm, I'm going to say... Oh, this is going to be a running gag until I buy my Sony, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I'm going to say she might be an Olympus user. Uh, look, that's a very good question. I, 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 I Possibly. I can't actually remember. Or um, Olympus or Nikon. I but it's I'm not looking at... what you've got. It's how you use it. True. So. That is true. That's why the iPhone 13 is awesome. Right. It's not what you've got. It's how you use it. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's um, there's a handful, if not more, of some beautiful, beautiful female landscape photographers in Australia, and one from the states. So, get onto it, have a look at them, support them. Again, if you've got um, if you've got anyone else we've missed or anyone that you know we need to see, uh, chuck their handle or their their link or something like that in the comments below, or shoot me an email, uh, cam at tazphoto.com.au, and tell me how far off the mark I was. Uh, happy to take advice as always. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it was good. I uh, like, um, as I say, like to represent the the ladies out there who are doing a great job behind the camera. Um, mm. And I would encourage everyone to go and check them out. You'll be inspired. Um, so awesome. And, that, and, and that's, that's that's the key, isn't it? Really, inspiration is. You can never have enough inspiration. Um, and that's the beauty about photography. It is. It's not. Um, it's not gender. No, it's not gender bias. You can you can be whatever you want. You know you can identify as a camera for the day if you want to, and still go out and take photos. So it's it's <laughs> identify <laughs> as a camera. <laughs> All right, so you can do whatever you like uh, as long as your photos are interesting, and you you, you know you draw your, your viewer in. And, you know, good on you. That's great. Absolutely. Uh, so moving right along, um, we had uh, some pretty significant um, gear announcements and. Yeah. Um, you know, like I just said, it's not what you've got to say you use it. And um, I am still shooting with my crapped out old Nikon D5100. Yes, it still comes out. And I've still got a 
clapped out old Canon D7750 or something, whatever it is, um, and an iPhone. And it's, uh, it's so it's so significant that you don't even know what it's called. <laughs> oh, no, this is it. I mean, and and you know, I've never been one to get hung up on gear. So, f- uh, with the exception being, of course, that I sell the gear. So, and yeah. and if that doesn't tell you that I'm not biased towards a brand, then I don't know what does. That's why, little plug for the business, if you come and talk to me about photography, about cameras, and you know, I'm not gonna say you need to buy this camera because they're gonna send me on a holiday to New Zealand if I sell five more. It's not like that. Surely, surely there's no brands that used to do that. No, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Jeez, those days are gone. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm going to sell you a camera that suits your needs. So, um, you know, I I, I just don't, I I don't understand fanboys. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't I don't understand how people get so hung up on a brand and defend it to the death. You know, oh, it did this, it did that. Well, the fact is, you would have done exactly the same photo with another yeah. model. So yeah. you know, it's exactly. all horses for courses stuff. Having yeah. said that, um, Sony have yeah. just announced the Sony A7 Mark IV, which right. looks absolutely amazing what they've packed into it. And I know what Cam's going to say, it would bloody well want to be for the price because <laughs> it, it ain't cheap. You're looking at a $4,000 uh, body here. Um, but uh, it is uh, yeah, absolutely awesome. Uh, and it's hardly their flagship. It's not even the top of the line Sony model. But... Um, one thing that I really like is the fact that they have settled on a 33 megapixel chip, a megapixel sensor, um, which yep. says to me they're not interested in round numbers anymore. They're interested in sweet spot, and they're more interested in the number of pixels that that is best for the sensor size they're using. And yep. in a full-frame sensor, Sony have settled at the moment on 33, which I think is awesome. The megapixel race finished a long time ago, and then every now and then it just rears its ugly head. It's like, yeah. oh, this phone can do a hundred megapixels. Can it? Can, can it? it really? <laughs> That's just, wow, out of a yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. No, see that that sort of stuff. Uh, luckily, has gone by the wayside, and and, and yeah. I think um, the smarter manufacturers now know that particularly clever photographers, people who know about the technology and know that pixels ain't everything, uh, pixel yeah. density is way more important than pixel count. And it looks right. like, as I say, that Sony has settled around this 33 megapixel mark. So I asked the obvious question. Yes. So this is the A7 Mark IV. Correct. Why have they brought out an A7R? So the A7R Mark IV came out a couple of years ago. Um, that's actually a, a predecessor to it. It's a higher resolution camera again. That's a 55 megapixel uh, chipset on that guy. Different type of sensor in the camera. Um, right. This the the A7 series is more aimed at f- photography, um, right. and the A7R is more aimed at super high res photography and videography. And the A7S yeah. series is more aimed purely at videography so they they yeah i know they they made it pretty confusing but what they do sony is make the sensors for a lot of under the other manufacturers so they make you know, you for know Canon and Nikon. the lineup is confusing but thank christ their menu systems aren't <laughs> <laughs> so right we're, we're not getting sponsored by sony yeah no, no. well, well I, I am very i'm gonna buy this camera so you know help me out sony let's go um a couple of other... <laughs> Just mute me. <laughs> a 
couple of other awesome features uh, on on this, um, all hinging around that full frame sensor is um, in body image stabilization up to five and a half stops, which is pretty awesome. So you, yeah. we're talking again, like Olympus do. We, 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 who? Who's that company? Never heard of them. Um, like, like, like that company that's got a new name. Uh, do they can you know you can shoot handheld for for like a full second exposure or two second exposure, which is right. nuts. Um, yeah, cool. And it's also got a um, an incredible buffer. Now, if I I'm probably going to be corrected, but I think you can actually shoot raw files uh, at ten frames a second up to something like eight hundred frames or something in the buffer, which is right. why you would ever want to do that. I don't know, but yeah whatever you're at a rock concert and someone's cutting loose with the guitar and you want to just you know <laughs> do you want to get every note all the way <laughs> where that came from but anyway um yeah it's fine yeah i like it loads of awesome features uh flip out screen super high resolution yeah. screen all that sort of stuff twin card slots uh can take yeah. the um the the it, cf express it, cards as well weather, weatherproof on the sony's is pretty good as well weather it? sealing all that sort of stuff weather correct sealing. and so if you yeah. use if you buy the 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 sony weather sealed lenses it's can basically shoot yep. underwater and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and a sensational all, it's, it's, piece of kit. It's all the same lens mount. Like, they're all the same all the way through, aren't they? Correct. So they use the E-mount yep. system um, yep. for their full frame. Uh, bearing in mind, they do also make an APS-C size lineup, the 6000 yep. series as well, uh, which yep. are great little cameras too, um, which is basically, for want of a better phrase, a watered-down version of their A-series and a cheaper version, yep. and they deliver yep. fantastic results as well. Uh, from what yep. I've seen... Um, yeah, so there's a there's a couple of good reviews. I will put a review from iPhoneDo, which I watched today. Yeah. Um, I'll link him below. His reviews are brilliant. He's an awesome yeah. YouTuber. I think we talked about him when we were talking about our favorite YouTubers. So yeah, I'm um, just looking at uh, some of the specs here. It's got 759 focus points, <laughs> which is about 700 more than you need, <laughs> yeah, it's about, it's about especially landscape photography. It's a bit overkill. Um, it does 10 frames a second. Yes. Which is at, in RAW. Yes. Which is in, pretty good. Uh, yeah, and that's pulling out a 33 megapixel RAW image at yeah. 10 frames per second. I, I'm sure it's the, the buffer's like 800. One thing yeah. um, which it's a bit off topic from landscape is their eye autofocus system, which has now been copied pretty much across every manufacturer. Um, yep. Their eye autofocus system has got to be seen to be believed, and it can now actually do it in video as well. And all, basically what it means is when you're shooting portrait, um, uh, portraits of people, shooting weddings, whatever, the camera can lock on to uh, the eye of a subject. And when you're taking a portrait, 99 times out of 100, you want the eye to be sharp and in focus. So that's why it chooses yep. the eye as the focal point. And it now has... Um, I autofocus for wildlife. So it and oh. for some reason I haven't delved dug deep, but apparently there's one for wildlife and there's one for birds. Now, what yeah. make birds' eyes different to other wildlife? I'm not sure, but oh, they're um, on the side of the head and not pointing out, probably. Well, yeah, I guess so. But I mean, so are <laughs> so are giraffes, maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, are they? I, I don't well know. no, I know the AI or AI autofocus is coming in. I know um, Olympus fanboy here that they have different auto focus ai auto focus for cars and planes and yeah and yeah like that's that. right yeah that's right and then yeah. they match what? up they match up they they have a database a live database and, they, and yeah. oh there's an airplane that's it right. can see because yeah. it matches it up to an image of in their database yeah, exactly. which is pretty incredible yeah. really yeah so for four how much is it four thousand dollars for uh well it's two and a half grand us body only so you're right. gonna have to extrapolate that out to high threes for a body right. in Australia, um, okay. the kit—that's not too bad. 
the kit that I'd look at would be with the 16 to 35 f4 Zeiss lens. Um, yep. A lens that I sold during the week to a lovely customer. Um, beautiful piece of glass. So you probably for a good landscape kit to get moving, you're probably looking nudging five thousand dollars. And yes, that is not cheap. But for people like me, people like you, people in the industry who rely on the tools of the trade, this is the kind of investment. I'd, I'd, this is the kind of camera that's going to last me ten years. So I got no issue with five hundred bucks a year on my gear. That's yeah. No, that's nothing. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I've um I've been having a conversation with a friend of mine actually from South Australia. That's also on topic. Um, she's looking to buy a completely new camera kit. She had a, a Canon for years and you know like older than your one. And I've had quite a couple of conversations there on the phone, and she was going to go fork out big dollars on the uh, Z7 Mark II, I think it is. That's the Nikon, uh, yeah. Nikon. She was going to spend up to $7,000 for a camera and single lens. And yeah. I, conv- I convinced her to look elsewhere because there is better deals out there and more value for more bang for your buck. But, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, the Sonys are great. They've got a great reputation. Uh, I'd have no issue owning a Sony, except I don't. I own Olympus and a few other brands, but um, I'm just marrying up the specs against the the, Mark, the Olympus EM1 Mark III and the Sony A7 Mark IV. And pretty much the only difference I can pull out is it's got an extra 11 megapixels. And a full-frame sensor. And a full-frame sensor. Mm. And about 38 more shooting modes. And about yeah, 700 more areas of autofocus. Yeah, but you don't need that. And, um, the, Olympus does, <laughs> the, the Olympus does 60 frames a second. The what? Has se- uh, 60 frames a second. No, no, Olympus. what brand? Yeah, OM <laughs> systems. Uh, seven stops of image stabilizer. It's got a lot. You, you can, you can no. buy another lens with a difference there. No, 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 there's no anyway, doubt. There's no, there's no question. The the Olympus is, a, is sorry, the OM system, we're coming to that, is, is a fantastic outfit. And again, horses for courses. Um, Come on, get out of your system. Let's move on to that next topic. Come on. Let's move on. Well, so there was a very interesting well, announcement from our friends over at Olympus during the week, which um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that it that it took me by surprise. I, I sort of had an inkling about what was going on, and because the Olympus, uh, the brand changed hands uh, about yep. twelve months ago. That'd be right. Yeah, um, thereabouts. Yeah, just over. Bought out by a Japanese investment company, um, yep. and they have decided to drop the name Olympus, which. I don't know. I mean, Olympus have been around for eighty years. Eighty years, yeah. yeah. I mean, which is um, which is pretty. It's a pretty bold move to just abandon a brand name. I, I'm not sure that that's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I don't. I look. I don't think it's going to have too much of a difference in in what they produce and, and technology. I don't think that's going to change much. But yeah, it's an interesting change. It's a sidestep, really. Um, they're now going to be called OM System, um, and OM is the old Olympus. Uh, I can't think of the gentleman's name, but the man who created the OM series of cameras, his initials were OM. Um, so the OM System, um, so yeah, they announced that last night. Uh, they've got a new camera coming out. It looks like it's going to be early next year, if not uh, very, very late this year. Yeah, I've got to say I was, I was a little disappointed that they didn't announce that yeah. camera now i think that would have married a lot better to say okay this it, it is our new a, brand but we ain't got nothing to show you it was a very interesting launch so there was a big launch last night firstly the link the link to the launch didn't work for a while it oh is that right so you bit. you watched it live yeah i wanted to watch and see what all the hype was about yeah. i sort of had an inkling what it was but uh so the link didn't work straight away that's because obviously so many people were jumping on to see what was going on 
And then they, they did it. It was almost just a bit of a history lesson about what Olympus had done and, and moving into this OM system brand. Uh, but no no launch of new cameras. Uh, there was a sneak pre preview of a bit of a camera there, which people have picked up on that looks a bit different to the current models. Um, so really, yeah, it's still all, all guns blazing, all you know, all charging forward. It's just going to be called OM Systems. Uh, I like the fact that they've kept the same font from the old OM uh, film days. It's, yeah. It looks it's it's nostalgic. It looks it looks old school, which I love. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just interesting times for Olympus users and. I'm excited to see what they come up with because Olympus, again, you know, you, all those things you mentioned on the Sony's, uh, albeit but that uh, autofocus tracking, eye tracking thing you mentioned, uh, pretty much everything you see in cameras these days was invented by Olympus. You know, whether yeah. or not it's uh, image stabilizer, weatherproofing, pixel shifting, like all these different things they've been doing for quite a while. So uh, if they keep that track record going, then the next release should be another interesting one. And no doubt I'll be saving my pennies up and you know, putting them down if it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, it was it was interesting. We, we sort of, um, two weeks ago when I dropped an absolute bombshell that I bought an iPhone 13 Pro, which um, you know, just, you? Just, just rippled, blew up the internet. Um, <laughs> I, used, I, I used the phrase on a number of time, occasions, I used the phrase computational photography. Lo and behold, a little press release comes out from OM Systems last night. <laughs> and yeah. may, may I point your attention to um, paragraph six, line five? <laughs> that um, uh, where is it? Here we go. The micro forward system standard to make a more compact and lightweight system, strengthening the photographic support functions that broaden the field of photography, and accelerating the improvement of image quality and photographic expression through the use of computational photographic technology. So it was really interesting that they've 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 gone. Everyone knows it's computational photography these days. It's digital, right? They've yep. now said, okay, have we pushed optically as far as we can? Now, when I say that in terms of the the rev, the evolution of their lenses, have they pushed yep. that to as sharp as they can? To the micro yep. four thirds sensor, have they pushed that to as many pixels as they can? And yep. you know, now it's all about the back end and that is the the processor so yeah. as the thunder fires off again in the background um right. uh you know so it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how they track with their computational photography because i know um and i've literally only scratched the surface with this stuff using things like snapseed and these you know these awesome i mean and, and of course photoshop is the forerunner to all computational photography yeah but but having that on board and having that you know, uh, as it it actually builds the image for you as you yeah. take it, that's going to be pretty yeah. cool. Uh, I, I want to yeah. see that, and I'd love to see that in uh, a high-end SLR, SLR-type camera, mirrorless system. Yeah. And if yeah. it's Micro Four Thirds, awesome. Uh, and if that computational photography marries really well with Micro Four Thirds, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see. How much they borrow from um, Samsung? How much they borrow from Apple? How much they borrow from from what's already out there? And whether they're going to develop their own stuff, which they are known yeah. for, as we said, um, yeah. you know, Olympus yeah. absolutely are, are pioneers uh, in this. So it's going to be it's going to be really cool to see where the OM system goes. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Um, yeah, I think um, there's there's so many more. Even since you know, even the last two years, you know, the stuff you can do to your images after you get it off your, your camera, you know, it makes sense for them to build that into a camera yeah. and, and, ju and just add to the quality and, and, you know, the sharpness and the colors and things of your, 
of your shot. So who knows what they're going to come up with. Um, hopefully early next year we'll get a bit of a, a sneak peek. And Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Because we say it like that too. It's like, who, who knows what they're going to come up with next? The fact is they have to keep innovating or they yeah. ain't got a business. You know, right. it's, it's like everything. Yeah. Like the technology moves and moves. And it's like, well, where does it end up? Where does it stop? Are we ever going to get to an end game where we just go, that's it. That's the perfect yeah. camera. We can't improve yeah. on that. Yeah, that's right. And I think you're, you're almost hit the nail on the head before about that Sony. The fact that they're stopping at 33 megapixels. You know, there, there's got to be a sweet spot. I, I've, got, I've got the Fuji GFX 100S. That's a 100 megapixel camera. And going back to the very start of this episode about my printer, I've printed off stuff off that camera, and I've printed stuff off a, a third generation before Olympus AM1, and at 16 by 20 inch, I cannot tell the difference no. in sharpness. No, and you never at will. All. You never will. No, and the color looks great. Everything yep. looks great. So yep. I, I'm getting to the point now where, um, you know, do I need this big camera? It's heavier. Yes, it's got, you know, amazing sensor, but am I ever going to use that? Probably not. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I think I think we, we talk about tools of the trade a lot. And I think if you were commissioned by pick a brand, any brand, whatever, by someone, you know, uh, Nike, to, to go and shoot, yeah. you know, an athlete standing on the top of Cradle Mountain, well, yeah. you're going to take your, your Fuji, right? I, and you're going to take you, the best. Yeah, that's right. Correct. You're going to take you're going to take the best that you've got. Um, yep. And that doesn't mean that we're all going to rush out and buy a Fuji GFX 100. It's just not going to happen, right? No. Aside from the fact that they're how much? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I actually, I'm contemplating selling mine. I'm just thinking, I don't know if I need it. Um, and I, I packaged it up the other day, even secondhand with the three lenses would be probably about 15 grand worth of yeah. camera kit. Yeah, no, it's, which, it's so not. That's absolutely not for everyone. Right. Um, well, hopefully for someone who wants to pay that kind of money, be nice. Ship, ship yeah. it to me, and I'll sell it to you, sell it for you on consignment. All right, I'll give you two percent. Promise I won't use it much. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your iPhone all of a sudden gets mis- goes missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my Shoot. iPhone. You know what my iPhone would become? A phone. So yeah, we'll see. What, we'll see what's going on with Olympus yeah. OM. Awesome. Hey. Um, Good episode tonight. I've really enjoyed it. Now, you'll notice that we didn't have a camera horror story or a deer cam. That's because we didn't get sent one. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Didn't happen. We didn't That's get fine. one. No. That's fine. We're not upset. We're not insulted. Or, or if we that's did, I, I missed it. Well, we'll find one. you normally do send them to me, but that's, a fine. that's fine. Uh, if you've yeah, got yeah. a photography horror story you want to share, or if you've got a deer cam question where you ask a question yeah. and that man there in Hobart answers it, uh, we would like to hear from you. Um, mm. We are pushing out to the hour mark. What do you got planned for this coming week, Cameron? Uh, what have I got? Uh, not much, really. Um, I've got a okay. That's the podcast for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a wedding to shoot next weekend. But, awesome. Uh, probably, I'll probably just be getting these frames ready for the yep. the Cradle Mountain exhibition that I'm putting on soon. So, and then we will be having a break uh, coming up soon in the podcast because I'll be rafting down the Franklin River for eight days. So wow. I can't come live from there. Well, so you'll be waiting. <laughs> okay. So what do we do? Do we get a stand-in? Do I do it on my own? No, nah, we'll have a week off. Ooh, okay, that's what fine. about a, what about what about a guest a guest presenter? <laughs> a guest host? Yes. No. No. Who who could possibly fill the boots, mate? That's just not going to happen. It, let's put it out there to our let's put it out there, subscribers. If, if you'd like to co-host with Brendan yeah. and talk crap crap for an hour about landscape photography. Send yeah. us your resume. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, we don't. Then there's no gear bias. We don't care if you shoot. So no, no, no. Cannon. We don't care if you shoot Canon, All right. Bring your Canon gear. We like yeah. Canon. 
I like that. Could be, you could get some interesting CVs, I think. Yes. Um, what have I got coming you? up this what, week, you ask? Yes, yes, well, I, I am... Put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen. I am relaunching the workshops. It is finally, I, I know we are. We have reached 80% uh, vaccination status. So Amazing. Uh, well, we're going to by the time my workshops roll around. So I will be back to my entry-level uh, SLR workshop at my shop. Um, I'm yep. allowed, I'll be allowed to have higher density of numbers. Um, it'll be in a controlled space. It'll be QR check-ins, all that sort of stuff. It's going to be awesome. I'm re- I haven't done one for two years. So, uh, and the groundswell is there. I'm getting questions almost daily. When are you starting your workshops? I've forgotten how to blah, blah, blah. So um, yeah, can't wait. Awesome. And of course, all that will do will drive subscribers because I'll now be plugging the podcast heavily. Yeah, that's right. And are you going to do an entry-level iPhone workshop yes. as well? Yes, yes. <laughs> he removed that tongue from your cheek. Yes, I am, as yeah, a matter of okay. fact. <laughs> So, so, sign me up for that one. I'll, I'll make a special appearance. <laughs> I've got a phone kind of just for you, buddy. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, no. That, that, so we're going to be doing the definitely the entry level will be uh, yeah. in November, possibly a landscape and seascapes one towards the end of November, and then cool. I'll take December to get through all the madness of Christmas, and then in the new year we'll be back full steam ahead with some workshops, um, possibly Possibly even a uh, local Ballerine Peninsula Day workshop. So, lots of stuff. It's cool. I'm looking for. I've been. Awesome. I've been re-energized because we're now able to get these workshops back up and running. So, yeah, good stuff. And um, that is good. It's good. To looking hear. forward to a busy week at Camera and Photo as well. So, yeah. uh, Cameron, do you have any more to add to tonight's podcast? No, I think I've spoken well enough uh, on tonight's episode. Um, thank you again to all our massive subscribers. And, uh, yeah, please put plenty of comments in there. Give us some feedback. If you want to guest present with Brendan going into November sometime, please, please, I beg you, put down some comments. <laughs> I, would, I, would love, I would love to come back from eight days on the Franklin River and watch an episode of this channel with someone else co-hosting with you. Mm, what unless, if, what, unless, they, unless they do a better job than me. That's what I was just about to say. What if we get a real <laughs> spike in subscribers? <laughs> this could backfire badly. We could have a three. We got another box. We could have another three. Another well, we, person we could, there. We could do many boxes. We you, know do, what, you, know what, you know what would make my day, though, if we had a female co-host for that, that week I'm away. So that would, that would really put a smile on my dial to come back and see that. Even if we had, even if we had a guest. We haven't done that yet. We've spoken yeah. of it, but we haven't done it yet. All right. Well, we got to we got to work on it. Anyway, uh, thank you again, Brendan, and uh, yep. you can close the show. Well, we've gone over an hour now, so there goes the algorithm. It's going to be delayed on yeah. Apple again. Never mind. That's fine. Whatever. We like That's talking. Uh, enjoy your week in photography, guys. Uh, great to see you all, and we'll catch you next week. Cheers. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.